Hey guys, it's your host, Gamilla and Kelly. And welcome back to our podcast, The Disappearance and Reappearance of J.C. Dugard, The Finale. Today, we are joined by our special guest again, Brooklyn. about JC's life in captivity captivity um we talked about the setups in Philip's backyard the things and the lies he told her and we left off on how she was impregnated by rape from Philip so that's where we're going to continue off. Um, so basically, Philip raped JC and she became pregnant at both the ages 14 and 17. So, how do y'all feel about that? It must be so hard for JC to go through all that. Not even like First of all, she's so young to be pregnant. 13 and 17, it's just like a lot of responsibility to have a kid and a lot of pain she must be going through. And even when you, it's literally your captivers, like half of that kid is that person that abused you, which is so sad. Yeah, I can't imagine what's going through her head when she found that out. I can only imagine she was terrified. Yeah, so actually, um, since, you know, JC's kidnapped, she can't <clears throat> really go anywhere because they're going to recognize her. Philip actually made JC watch YouTube videos and learn how to give birth herself. So she didn't even have, like, any help. She must have been scared because she's only a teenager and she's carrying a baby from rape that she has to give birth to without any help from a hospital she's basically just doing it her own in such unsafe conditions not only for her but for her baby like just like a shed for her to give birth in that's terrible um i actually have some questions about when she found out she was pregnant mm-hmm. so was it said how she found out or how far along she was um i'm actually not sure about that but i do know that um the only thing i really do know about her pregnancy is she was um, 14 when she gave birth to her first kid and 17 when she gave birth to the next and they're actually um, both girls so not only was JC pregnant but after she gave birth to her kids she wasn't the only one in captivity anymore it was also her daughters and her parents 
wouldn't even know that she had kids at that time because she was still missing. Yeah, I can't even imagine such a huge responsibility that was forced upon her. We can assume that she was probably like at least six weeks in because that's when most women find out that they're pregnant or whatever. Yeah, so I still, it's just really sad because like he's a whole grown man doing this to a 14 year old girl. Like, 14, we could probably infer that if she was in school, that's like around 8th, ninth grade, depending. So, she was just barely a teenager carrying a child from rape. So I also would like to add, um, we should have added this the last episode, but the first time Philip did rape JC, he raped her for five and a half hours consecutively. So, like, I just think it's really messed up because here he is raping her, like, he's not even stopping he's just going on and on for like five and a half hours yeah it's so sad and especially on her first day of captivity like you just got kidnapped you saw your stepfather like try to save you but he couldn't and then having to deal with this and the sick mind of philip it's just like disturbing Brooklyn, do you have anything to add? Um, I guess that's a no. I actually have something to add. Well, um, JC had stated after when she wrote her book, obviously, about her story, um, that her uh, before that, before she got pregnant. She didn't really have that much hope for her getting out of captivity, but her having her first daughter and having a life that relied on her made her push and give her hope to kind of get out of the situation. Okay. <clears throat> so basically, um, I'm sorry. I had a brain fart there. <laughs> so, after JC, after both of her daughters were, like, after, well, yeah, after she gave birth to them, she um, had to learn how to take care of her daughters from television. And she also was working to protect them from Philip because she didn't want them to go through the same thing that she did so also during that time for captivity she did homeschool her daughters so well um, I don't really know if it's homeschooling but she did teach her daughters in captivity 
she had like in her little shed later when she was freed uh, a lot of the policemen found that she had kind of like a little preschool setup that she had for her kids because she didn't want her kids to be behind and she taught her taught them all their colors their numbers their letters they were not behind like once they got out of captivity they weren't behind in school they were just on track because jc kind of wanted to protect them and also keep them busy by teaching them yeah so <clears throat> philip what he actually did is he made he told jc that her daughters were actually not allowed to refer to jc herself as um her mom and her daughters thought nancy was their mom and jc was supposedly they taught the girls that jc was their older sister i think that's honestly sick she had to go through all of this she had to give birth to them for him to try to erase her position as their mother is disgusting yeah that's definitely sick because it's just messed up that he basically impregnates JC against her will. And so she does her best to give, to at least try to give her daughters a nice life and teach them during captivity. But then Philip comes and he's like, oh no, they can't call you their mom. They have to refer to my wife as their mom. You're only their older sister. Yeah, just to put that in their head at such a young age, I think it's terrible. Uh, JC was really strong to step up and try to provide the best life she could for her children, with being with the circumstances she was in. And if I'm not mistaken, I had seen like an article or something where it said that Nancy, the a wife of Philip might have been like infertile and that's why Philip probably wanted them to like refer to Nancy as their mom but it's still so messed up because JC was still teaching them and basically taking care of them and they couldn't even call her her like mom and it had to be Nancy yeah so um even when Philip did allow JC and her daughters to come in contact with like other people and she was able to talk to other people they still had to play that role that JC was with her little sisters in reality it was a mom in captive with her daughter so um we also talked about this in the previous episode how JC was working with Philip and Nancy at the print shop so we won't really go into much detail with that but we are gonna get to since we are cutting on time we are gonna talk about how JC actually was able to 
escape from her captivity so this actually um happened because as we mentioned philip did already have a record and it wasn't something new he already had a record so he actually had a parole officer and philip went to go see his parole officer um i actually want to put the date but on august 24th 2009 philip did go visit his parole officer and he took jc and her daughters so he goes to see the parole officer and jc she's still playing that um cover-up where her name is Alyssa, but that doesn't so on like august 26 he goes back to see the pro officer again this time with nancy jc and the two girls and so while she's playing the role Alyssa, and she's covering for him out of fear i'm guessing um philip eventually he does break down and he just decides to confess that you know he kidnapped a girl which allows JC to, you know, reveal her identity. And <clears throat> that's how she is basically like freed. So, in short, Philip ratted himself out. Imagine how hard it would be for JC after all these years being in captivity all, all she knew basically she grew up most of her life like in this little shed in the backyard i like in the book in her book she stated that it was hard for her to come kind of like renew herself back into society with her daughter and kind of build that daughter mother kind of bond that she didn't have with her two daughters for like the first couple years of their life yeah. yeah, she was such a young girl when it happened. Having to endure this pain, this trauma, for years, I can't even imagine what was going through her head. <clears throat> so, the same day that um, Philip revealed that he basically kidnapped JC and did all these things, he was charged with um felony counts a bunch of felony counts and he was charged with rape and false imprisonment and that same day jc was allowed um she was reunited with her mom so after all those 18 years jc basically i just feel bad because you know, she was kidnapped at the age of 11 while walking to her bus stop. And throughout those 18 years, she was raped multiple times, conceived two kids from rape, and she was basically lied to, like told and fed a bunch of lies, which did, um, of course, come with trauma and 
JC, she did feel that since they lied to her, she felt like her family didn't love her, which wasn't true. Her family was actually searching for her, um, searching for her, and they never gave up. So I just feel bad because she wasn't even able to like live a life that a cho- like a child should be able to live because she was kidnapped and she was going through all this stuff. Yeah, sadly she had to mature at a young age because of her well-being and not only for her but the well-being of her kids and stuff. It's just really heartbreaking, but thankfully their family was super active in the search for her. Yeah. I think that's a really good thing to come back to because if her family wasn't active and they weren't searching for her when she was finally free, if they weren't there, it would have put her in a very bad mental state, worse than it already was. So, JC did make two books where she talked about her life in captivity and her life after, and her life after. Um, her first book was made in July 2011, and it's called A Stolen Life, in case anyone wants to search that up and read it. But there, she talked about like how things were in captivity and she also did interviews later on to talk about um her freedom and how she felt and she was happy just to be reunited with her family then um five years later july 2016 she did make another story called freedom my book of first where she talks about her um, life after captivity, just in case you guys want to read that once again, because she probably goes into more detail there. And after she was let out of captivity, she did release her two books and has remained very active in kind of like foundations for missing people because. Oddly enough, a lot of people go missing every year and some of them are never found ever again. And it's actually like an actual problem, not only in the United States, but in so many other places that sometimes like when you think about it again, she was only three hours away from her house and she wasn't found. Like imagine if it was another kid and they like maybe took her to a different state, it would have she would have never been found yeah um she definitely does try to bring awareness and um we also want to bring awareness with our podcast because like kelly said there is a bunch of kids that go missing and sometimes the sad truth is they are never found or they might be found dead because you know There's only so much searching that the government can do until, like, they stop and, you know, it's like, oh, well, we can't really do anything else. We tried finding them. But luckily for JC, she was able able to 
um, see freedom and share her story. And I would just like to plug in a charity or foundation that I found while researching her story. It's called the Thorn Foundation run by Ashton Kutcher and it's actually a really good foundation because it helps people that go missing because sometimes many the authorities only will do so much and this has helped like reunite so many families and I just think it's like a great note to leave off on because this is definitely a problem we have to like face as a society together and try to fix. So if you want to, um, after listening, listening to our podcast, um, if you want to like support a charity or something, there's definitely many options out there. And there's also JC's books, just in case we did not go into detail on all the stuff, um, which we probably didn't. But JC does have books out and like Kelly said, she is still very active and there are multiple charities and foundations that do cater towards helping um, missing children, supporting the families to which the um, to which their children might be missing. So I think that, guys should definitely look more into those things but that was our last episode of the JC Dugar case the finale so I don't really know how to end this off but bye and thanks for tuning in with us bye bye oh.